It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelton. I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 232. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Moogle Treasure Trove returns, the Dragon Quest event Breaking Brick Mountains also returns, and all things Endwalker Digital Media Tour 2021. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Kariri. Hello, hello. Yo. How are y'all? Alive and well. Excited. Me too. Absolutely. Uh, What did I do this week? Uh, Well, (laughs) I know what I did from uh, Wednesday forward. (laughs) That was engorge myself on uh, all things media tour. Uh, (laughs) Just getting all the info in my veins ASAP. Um, Confirming the leaks. (laughs) Uh, We'll talk about those too, I guess. Um, but what did I do in game? Um, the first thing I want to talk about, cause I want to get like, <laughs> I want to get a negative experience out of the way because this is a very, I think a positive episode. There's a lot of good shit we're going to talk about. Um, is I tried to watch that Yoshida and Sakaguchi, um, interview thing. D- did y'all try to watch that? Did you go back and watch a VOD or anything of that? Either I one of you? I did not. No, no. Okay. Somebody was like, I think somebody, I, it might've been you. But I think I heard at least one person be like, eh. Yeah, I need to find the written translation. I'm sure it's good. Um, the um, the translators were not Imi. <laughs> they, were, they were not on that level because I had a very difficult time with the translation. And it was – I'm not saying the translation was bad per se. It was jarring. I had a, a hard time following what was going on with it. So uh, maybe I was in a bad state at that point, but I I was like, I got to hang this up. I'll find a written one and go back to it. So um, check it out. It's out there though. There is a VOD for that. So if you're, if you're interested in in looking at that, they did have that little interview thing. Uh, They recorded that like the Friday after we recorded last. Um, And then like in game, all I did was level. I'm I'm at a spot right now where I'm like looking for the most brain dead activity possible yet still <laughs> playing Final Fantasy 14. Like my desire to play 14 as it is at an all-time high because of Endwalker hype. But I'm like I don't want to do anything hard. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> play. So I started this thing with the Dragoon, right? Cuz I wanted to get Dragoon up to to goof with the Reaper. And um, I was like, damn, I got like three different types of melee slash, you know, um, disciple of war gear sets that I'm carrying around and I need to get – I need a clean house. Endwalker's coming, you know? So I I started like goofing with some of my retainers a bit, cleaning them, and it just got to the point where I said, I got to level more jobs and get them all up to – where all the gear is like the same level and I can get rid of some of the shit that's like level 28, 38, whatever in my inventory that I'm carrying around for God knows what reason. And so I did. I started leveling. I think I did Monk next. I just like went hard on Monk because it was like my lowest level job. I think it was 30 straight up. And uh, I went I went hard and I leveled it I think into the 40s and then like I, sw- I switched trains and I, I leveled Ninja – uh, simultaneously until I got it to um, uh, until like 40 some odd and then I think I finished Monk after that uh, and then I 
think I may have finished Ninja and went back to my tanks. I, I don't even remember the order because I ended up finishing Warrior and Dark uh, after that. And I took all of those to 51 uh, within the last two weeks. Oh, nice. So um, they're at least past A Realm Reborn uh, dungeons. Uh, I can start taking them into other stuff. Uh, for the most part, I did them with my, um, not trusts, but the... Um, squadron. The squadrons, correct. Yes, thank you. Um they uh they they bottlenecked me at one point. I forgot that they cost seals. <laughs> I was using all, I was burning all my seals up on them because uh, I was doing dumb shit. Like as soon as I'd get the level, I'd just exit the dungeon and then queue up for the next one or whatever. Uh, they're smarter than some parties I've <laughs> I've been with before. Um, <laughs> they they're okay. They're okay. I think it's more of like a privileged way to level. I don't think a new player can really leverage the. Um, the squadrons uh, in that regard, but um, I have all my squadrons and they were leveled up. So I used them and uh, got all these guys up pretty far. In fact, I, I stuck with Ninja of all the jobs. Um, I really did like Dark, but I also enjoyed Ninja a lot. And it's something with those mudras. Like it's hitting those keys really fast and trying to get it in the right order. And... Um, Sometimes my my hand spazzes and, and I hit the wrong stuff and I Did get you my get bunny the bunny hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. And I'm starting to feel the pain as I uh, as I goof up those mudras. But like it's it's sneakily strong. Um, Ninja's pretty pretty stout. At least you know in the dungeons I've been in, it, it seems like it's it's holding its own. It's doing really well. So uh, I may stick with it for a little bit and just goof with it. Um, and then, um, again, I really like Dark. I think it was just more the aesthetic than anything and the fact that it had um, – I liked it to get AOE better than than Warrior's AOE. Uh, Ninja was rough though because there was no AOE forever to like 40 it, or something. It's a long time. It's do you get forever. the one you place on the ground first or, or do you get the uh, lightning one first? Is it lightning or fire? Might it be fire. might be the fire. Yeah, the fire one comes first. Uh, but then there's also just like the, the rain of death or whatever where you just mm. the AOE around you. But it took it takes forever to get that AOE. So uh, that that's a rough one. But now that I've got it and everything, it's – it's been fun. So I've been having a f- lot of fun leveling the jobs. I, I've been thinking about leveling my trusts next. A discussion came up in our Discord today about that, and I had been talking uh, to my wife about doing that. She was like, why? And I was like, I don't know. It's just the hype. It's not like I really heard anything in the media tour about trusts. Well, you can that... achievement. I mean, I, well, yeah. I did it, and it's fast now. It's fast it's now. It's really fast now. So it's worth doing. I'm just looking for those little stretch goals just before Endwalker mm-hmm. uh, to kind of complete some things. And then there's always Baldizian Arsenal still hanging over my head, and I'm such a chicken shit right now. I've been finding other <laughs> stuff to do. It is partially because I'm busy, but it's partially because I'm like, ah, oh, I got to watch those videos, and I got to kind of <laughs> study up and see that. But, man, it's hopping right now. People are, are clamoring to get BA done. I think everybody wants a shiny new mount just before uh, Endwalker hits, mm-hmm. so – I don't know. Did, I got to line up. Did, line didn't up. What, didn't our free company mate say that they're running them like every night or every morning or every weekend or something now? I see people doing it a lot. Or do, yeah, I I haven't I, I I haven't been able to get in there either, and I've been wanting to forever. So I need to just put on my big girl panties one of these days, watch a video, and go. <laughs> yeah, and I think Ozma's really the only one you should have to be scared about. I, that's at least what I'm hearing. I could be completely wrong, but um. Anyway, uh, 
something to think about. Get them goals done as you uh, inch closer to Endwalker. I think today was uh, 35 days. I follow the Twitter account. It's like, how many days until uh-huh. Endwalker? Today was 35 days. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. So, uh, Yelta, tell us what you've been up to. I really have been playing other games. I uh, New World's out. I've been playing that. Uh, I even have a house in New World. I've been leveling up and doing the stories, and they're done. It's a very different kind of game. It's it feels it feels a lot more like an old school MMO. A lot of shouting to build groups. There's no like level syncing when you're going to stuff, and I, I I'm just really enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, it's not going to replace XIV for me, but it's one of it's one of those times I stop and think, you know. Maybe it's not the end of the world that XIV isn't the kind of MMO that has to take all my time. And I kind of, I still kind of miss having that MMO where it's like, you know, you, I feel really compelled to play it constantly because I, or whatever. It's, you know, I kind of do, I kind of come to enjoy the fact I can, you know, pop on once or twice a week, chat with people, run a couple dungeons, you know, maybe go to one of our pre-made events or something, but. Uh, it's it's nice to be able to play something else <laughs> for a while. I still have plenty to do in XIV. Uh, when I have logged in, Kiri's uh, like you know, she's been working on MSQ, so I've been popping in and 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 what did we what did we we murdered uh, Vothroy? Yes, yeah. The other day, and uh, that was that was enjoyable. And then uh, you know while she's working on MSQ, I've been working on like fishing achievements and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's still plenty to do in XIV. But a lot of stuff I'm working on now isn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, part of the only reason I really want to do BA is I, I'm worried eventually the parties will all dry up. I'm still stunned they are going as strong as they are. But people seem to enjoy doing the runs. New people are still constantly showing up for them. And I think especially with the influx of new players and the fact that the game is growing so well still, I think it's going to be a long-ass time before you won't be able to get a party in there. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I want to do say, it while the free company is still excited about it. While we're talking about it, yeah, the free company is not stopped talking about this. So right after I, you know, get main storyline done, is this something I'll be able to unlock and start doing right away? You, well, you can do it now, but I wouldn't. I would finish your MSQ, get cut up for Endwalker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's level 70 content, isn't right. it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was Stormblood content. Stormblood. Content? It's the Stormblood relic question. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you if you it's it's not super friendly to play with others in it, but um, uh, it it's also more fun to do with friends. So if you want to get caught up, you know, I would uh, pop in and do some of that with you too. Very cool. Yeah. There's and there's a lot of stuff in there. It's a completely different kind of zone. It's theoretically i'll talk to you more about it after the podcast but it's theoretically supposed to be more like like final fantasy 11 or something mm-hmm. right it's oh, supposed to be you know you lose xp when you die and you only have 10 they, they kind of overshot it a couple places you only have 10 minutes to get a raise oh my gosh yeah, okay you know, like what did we have at 11 an hour yeah an it, was, hour. it was longer you know it, you know monsters chase you longer hit harder uh, a lot of rng a lot of random shit, but it has, it has its own quirks and its own charm. And uh, there's like several different zones. And actually, like the last one is actually maybe too streamlined, but they they kind of get better and better. And then the new boss stuff with uh, Shadowbringers is 
I think even better than some of the Eureka stuff. The zones are lame, but we could. Mm-hmm. Well, well, when you get there, we'll probably have to have like a special show on what you think of all that stuff because I'm interested to hear what someone's whose eyes are fresh to it is. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. But yeah, that was about all I did. Murdered stuff with Kariri and played other games. So uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to Kariri. All right. Well, as Yelta mentioned, I've been doing the main storyline, the MSQ, and I'm just, I'm kind of hitting it hard right now. It did, I did tweet about 36 days yesterday. I'm like, okay, and I'm over exaggerating it, but I'm like, okay, I'm trying to catch up on six years of content in 36 days. I'm going to try, but I don't know how, if I'm going to get it done. Um, but honestly, I just got to finish the MSQ for the most part, and then I'll be good to go. I already hit level 80 this week, so that's great. Nice. I'm in the last Shadowbringer zone, as far as I know. It's the, you know, the last one that has uh, currents and shit to fly around. <laughs> Based on what you texted, uh, you're you're in the underwater zone. Right? That's exactly right. It's not underwater, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you texted me, I'm on Leviathan. Or, not Leviathan. Uh, Bismarck. 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 Yeah, I'm on that Bismarck. was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just, just like two minutes before we started recording, finished my level 80 roll quest. And, um, so that was entertaining. And I unlocked, um, the Pixie Beastman tribe quests. So that'll be fun. Cool. I always enjoyed doing Beastman dailies. So that was, that was pretty cool. But yeah, mostly just leveling MSQ and, um, I still can't stay out of the Golden Saucer. I, I go to there every single day. I do my little cack pot. I do my big cack pot. I do a couple of races. I do a couple of um, triple triad. I'm still getting triple triad cards everywhere I go if I can. And I probably try for 20 minutes to a half hour. If I don't get the card, I move on. But for the most part, I've been able to get them all. So that's kind of neat. Nice. I'm going to have to look up the list. After I hit 80 and see where have I actually been missing and now what do I got to go run to get the rest of them? There's good sites out there. Yeah, yeah. I should find the one. Yeah. Um, But I also have forgotten how to build a deck. Like I, I have a couple decks I built before that are saved in my system, but it's like, so you can't have like a five star deck and or a five star card and a four star card or That's a recent change. Like okay. only last patch or the patch before. So that that was a very recent change. But yes, you can now have it one five, one four, and then the rest threes, twos, or ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was having a little trouble trying to build decks before, but I, I think I can figure it out now. Um It's much easier. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Otherwise that's that's it. I've just been hitting it hard with the MSQ and leveling up. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping, hoping sometime in the next two weeks here I might finish the MSQ and start working on hammering away at some other stuff just until the Shadowbringer, or excuse me, until um, Endwalkers comes out. So, yeah, just having a great time. And very jealous of my great serpent of Ranka minion. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> she, she now she now understands. The first time I saw him sitting there on his little crate, I'm like, I have to have that as a minion. I know that has to be a minion. Just the second I saw it, I'm like, this is too absurd for them not to give us one. And then Yelta <laughs> comes strolling by with hers just to show off to me after I saw it or after I mentioned it. And oh god, I just giggled. It's so so ridiculous. I love it so much. What did we all do together, Titania? Yeah, yeah I think we did Titania. Yeah. 
I've been having fun. just so much fun. I It's so funny because I know a lot of the stuff I could be doing with trusts, and I know a lot of the stuff I could just, you know, duty find up. But I've been always asking in um, in our free company, hey, I'm doing my main story quest. You know, anyone want to come do this with me? And I've had an almost full party, if not a full party, every single time I've asked. It's been Everyone has been so helpful and so much fun to run with. There's been a lot of sorry we're fools, too. Yes. You know, it's like, well, that one we screwed up. I forgot it was an eight man. <laughs> so we're like, <laughs> no, we're at four. Bye. Yeah. Womp womp. Oops. Oops. But yeah, that's all I've been up to. All right. And our listeners, you can shoot the shit with us if you want to on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. Uh, we had some people buy us around. Uh, we have a special thank you to Lithia and Fleur Cooperstone. Thank you so much for, uh, were they patrons? Yes. Okay, awesome. Thank you, <laughs> That's thank so you. That's cool. It's nice. All right, the first round is news. Moogle Treasure Trove is back. The Hunt for Lore commences August 19th. Uh, let's see. I have thoughts. First of all, Kariri, this is your first Moogle... Treasure trove, right? I believe so, yes. I don't think I'm okay. familiar with this. So how these work, uh, from Tuesday, October 19th, till the launch of patch 6.0. Also, don't sit on this. Sometimes they end them early. Wow, All right. okay. And there's even in red. Please note, it could be suspended without warning. So what you do is there are certain pieces of content you can see in the thing on the duty finder. They have a little Moogle head by them. And those will get you these special irregular tombstones of lore. These are extremely limited currency. You'll only be able to earn them in this part. And and after that, you can't get them in anymore. And you ha- I think usually there's like a, you have to spend them in a certain period of time too. So you cannot sleep on this. Uh, so the objectives that get you them are you get 10 for the Praetorium and 7 for Crastum Meridium. And, you know, Amarok gets you carry scroll passes. Don't look. So some of the different content of the game uh, they have decided is worth certain amounts of uh, these, these regular tombstones. You do not get them if you un- unsync them or undersize them. You have to do them for real. So, um, oh, there isn't a thing that you can only exchange them for items until the release of patch 6.1. So mm-hmm. you have a patch release to think about what you want. And then in each town, there's going to be a little, well, the Moogle's there. Uh, he's, he's there by near pretty much all the little telecrystals. And uh, the, the uh, rewards this time, the top one is almost always, has so far been completely original and you can't get anywhere else yep. and it's a hundred tombstones this time it's this rather modern looking jacket the inferno jacket it's just a glamour piece i don't know if i like it. it's awfully modern but it's kind of mm. neat looking and then almost everything else usually you can get through other content but um this might be the easiest way for you to get some of these so they they range from you know 100 100 tombstones for the jacket, 50 for, you know, this hairstyle, some music, some of the, uh, the uh, one, that one's a bird and that one's a doggo, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, these ostensibly time-worn maps, they just always get you a portal, I think. Yes. Uh, I, I never buy these, but 
you know, and then there's like, these are all like beast tribe daily, uh, mounts under that. So if you're going to do the beast tribe dailies anyway, you might as well just save the money. Now the riding uh, I, maps, they just make it so you, you're faster out on a map, right? They just make yeah, it so riding you, speed faster. You can buy, you can buy those with hunt, was it allied seals. Yeah. They're really you, cheap. If you do blue mage, yeah. you can get those really easy too. Yeah. So. And it doesn't matter because you fly faster than you ride anyways, right? So that doesn't increase your flying speed, does it? Just no, your... I think it's only okay. I think it's only ground. I think it's only riding. I'm. I'd have to look. I think I was talking to Vi about that the other day, and she was telling me it, it was only riding, so it's not flying. But I don't know yeah. for sure. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I bought I, them all anyway. Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Well, if you're doing hunts and you don't know what else to buy. Or if you get a bunch of these, you know, you don't want to buy. I know a lot of people, if they don't know what else to do with it, they buy the MGP Platinum card. Oh, sure. You know. But there's some furniture. There's some minions. I think that, I think the uh, little, I think that little polyp is, I think we have some of those in the free company chest, actually. Lots of our you equestrian know. roles. And I, again, mm-hmm. triple triad cards. Yeah. Yeah. But some of these, like, like, like. I don't know the top one. Where does he come from? He comes from a dungeon, I think. The other two both come from well, content I, I I see a lot. I, I see I get the Shinryu card all the time, but I, your mileage may vary. But yeah, uh, that usually gets a lot of people to log on and run a lot of stuff. Some people speed run stuff. They'll just run whatever is the easiest on this list over and over and over again to max out. I tend to do like uh, MSQ roulette once a day. Maybe a little PvP, maybe run a couple dungeons. But yeah, so that's that's back. And then Breaking Brick Mountains is also returning on the same day, October 19th. And this is the uh, Dragon Quest crossover game, or game, event. Now this has been, this has come back one other time, mm-hmm. I think. It's a cute little short quest. And you have uh, a minion and two headpieces you can get. So it's uh, it's kind of cool. I know Ruby's a big Dragon Quest. I do. I like some fan. Dragon Quest. It's very iconic items. Not not as iconic as it could be. I mean, the Golem is, I guess, the most iconic. King mm-hmm. Slime's pretty iconic, and then the helmet's just kind of something you see in a lot of uh, Dragon Quest games. There's always like a shopkeeper or somebody with this kind of helmet mm-hmm. on. Um, it's cool. It's a cool event. I, I would I advise everybody to do it. I. I guess they've just got these events kind of in rotation now, but there's also – this was a Dragon Quest ten kind of pick-me-up, and um, I have been talking about the Dragon Quest ten offline stuff recently. So I don't oh. really think that this is tied into that per se, but it sort of has the Dragon Quest buzz at least about. And then also in Japan, you know, Dragon Quest is king, so um, <laughs> it's just – it's always good to bring – bring back some dragon quest i'm really surprised they never did like a dragon quest 11 or something event um but oh well you can't have every game in there well i wanted like a slime minion or something i mean that would have been cool i don't know that would be like awesome. other things that, there's other things that i think would have been cool and they're you know goofy but i'd like a little slime minions not any weirder than some of the other minions we have no mm-hmm. and you know indeed not to be that guy but i i keep thinking of like for instance other MMOs where if they bring back an event, it could be the same event, but they might add 
another quest at the end or they might add another prize at the end you know just mm-hmm. something new f- to keep it fresh for the people who've already done it before and D- didn't wow always basically wow just always add new that. stuff every time yep it, and it was like but you could also do all of the old stuff too yeah yeah all right, then of course the big news is the Final Fantasy XIV Digital Media Tour 2021 news embargo has lifted. Oh my goodness, there's All so right. much here. I'm going to I'm going to turn this over to Ruby who has the list. Yes. Yes. As a just disclaimer and what we're talking about here, the the media tour uh happens uh, every time an expansion launches and Talks about all the the cool stuff that's coming. They're limited in scope. Um, I think these guys only had like six to seven hours to to play this stuff, and it was digital this time because of COVID. So they all played from the courtesy of their homes. Um, They all uh, got—I don't know if they all did—but there's interviews with Yoshida. We'll cover some of that. Uh, We can't cover it all, Uh, but the one thing that we do want to say is that we were not invited, but the information that we are talking about today was. Uh, is firsthand from uh, people who went. They talked to Yoshida. They got to do the tour. They did the digital stuff. So we in no way want to take away from those content creators. We want you to go back and check out those content creators. We're not we're not here to steal any content. But I'm going to lo- read the list of uh, of content creators involved. Larry Zor, uh, Rin Kerigani, Sly the Fox, Curious Joy, Bird of Chess, Senpai. Uh, Jahara Jade, Mr. Happy, Spofi, Mayoni, Whoops, uh, Lamatod, Chili, Stahl, Frosty, Annie Fuchsia, Zumi Zumi, Rich Campbell, Asmongold, Zeppla, Miztech, Drac, Work to Game, Arikai, Arkifgo, VV, Jesse Cox, Afro Senju, and then uh, also content creators that have websites uh, and and. Uh, were invited is Gamer Escape, RPG Fan, RPG Gamer, and Nova Crystallis. So again, uh, big shout out to all of them that got to go. We'll be kind of sampling bits and pieces of uh, information that that came from these content creators, but I urge you go back and uh, check out their information firsthand. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Yelta, and we're going to talk about all this cool stuff. Oh my goodness! I don't even a hundred percent know where to start. Um, yeah. I, I, I am not much of a video watcher, so I did more reading some of the articles, and um, I and, and you know, pouring over some of the screenshots of the abilities and stuff. And you know, I very much enjoyed the stubble, the gamerscape stubble article. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a small <laughs> thing, but it's like, man, we asked for this shit and they delivered. You know. Uh, when did y'all like uh, tune in? Like I got – this was crazy. I, I woke up at, at 5, uh, 5 or 6, I just for whatever reason. And I think the embargo had lifted either at 3 or 5 or something in our time. I don't quite recall. But I was up like pretty soon after the embargo lifted just naturally. I don't know what happened. So I sat down and I started reading uh, Gamer Escape first off. That was that was the first place I went to. I started looking at the coverage there. Um, from that, I tried to get, uh, I think I went to Nova Crystallis after that and then tried to get like the bulk information cause I knew I couldn't watch mm-hmm. individual stream. I had to go to work like within 45 minutes or whatever. Like I finally got around to where 
I, I, I was like, okay, I got to get up. I got to go do the rest of my, my day. And then um, while I was at work, because I, I have the luxury of perusing the web uh, sporadically. And so I would uh, kind of poke in and look at some news. How did you all kind of get your news? I woke up that morning and honestly, I forgot it was being released right then. But I had uh, just while I get ready for work in the morning and stuff, I usually turn on my YouTube Check my subscriptions, and I had a flood of Mr. Happy videos. I'm like, okay, it <laughs> happened. I forgot. Here we go. So then I just turned on and played some of his. So shout out to Mr. Happy while I was, you know, getting ready for work. And um, then I listened to a couple of the the interviews with uh, Yoshi P from different people. I listened to was it Asmund Gold, and um, I listened to the Jesse Cox one, and I listened to. I listened to like four other ones, um, just just all the different information, and it was an absolute blast. Um, I did go to the websites and read a little over my lunch hour and stuff, but mostly when I got home today, I've just been going to town on all of the videos and reading and, and just checking everything out, and it's been a lot of fun. How about you, Yelta? I, while I work from home, one of the things I have done is move complete firewall i have my home office and my work office are two different places so at my home office i can't get to any of these sites i can't get to youtube Mm. (laughs) and i've just been really busy since basically this stuff came out so i i'm kind of you know i kind of was like reading secondhand stuff like in the discord chats on my phone or whatever or quickly scanning through articles so i I'm kind of behind the, I ha, I still have, you know, and I focused like initially on like the zone previews, you know, that was like the first thing is because like the new zones and that, you know, kind of means lore. And then I dug into, you know, the people's, I, I went, I went kind of categorically like that zone previews. And then even in like the same articles, I, that's where my brain thought of. And then everybody talking about their experience in the dungeon and, uh, uh, you know, how different jobs felt, how the stat squish felt, all that kind of stuff. So I think my brain ca- has categorized all these things differently than in, in like, like just reading through one article wouldn't really do it. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've just kind of been spot ch- checking things and like, you know, skimming, uh, interviews and stuff pretty much. But, uh, I don't know. Do you just want to, do you want to just pick a topic and talk about what we thought of that topic? Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, I'm just going to use my experience. When I woke up and I went to Gamer Escape, the first thing I did was exactly what you did, Yelta. I went and I looked at the areas. I wanted to see what the areas, uh, were going to look like. So let's talk about the areas. Uh, well, I personally, I'm excited for Charlene and I'm, uh, and, and, and Thavnir, but I was the most excited to see and hear about Garlemald. So, you know, I actually watched, I watched that video and, uh, that's kind of a whole bittersweet kind of thing. Cause it's like, you know, and, and I say that because you know, we're going there and you know, it's all bombed out, you know, and there's some really, I liked the way the video did it too. It showed, you know, I always talk about some zones are boring in some games and that I feel like some of the zones, especially like some of the Stormblood zones mm-hmm. kind of just felt big for no reason and didn't have all that many like set pieces and points of interest. This video went through and was like showing you the the, the point on the map and what was there. So, you, you know, you could see where the, where the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the rail car 
the train cars that were tipped over and yeah. and where the 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 pipeline goes through and uh you know and the one that really kind of hit me was uh there's uh, a park and with like very modern looking swing sets and stuff right swing sets and slides you know i'm like you forget that these guys aren't just the evil empire they're you know families and shit right mm mm-hmm. mhm so uh, you know, and it's it's it, and it's very snowy, kind of des. I mean, it's it's like more snowy and desolate than like Ishgard felt when we first went there. You know it, what I mean? It's it's Final Fantasy fifteen. It's the it's the the ruined city. I know you didn't really you didn't. Did you finish fifteen Yelta? I don't recall. If you made it all the way through, uh, no, like- I qu- I quit before anybody even when people were like, stick with it, it gets better. I just. Never. I keep meaning to go back and try. No, I. I get nowhere. It, when you get to the end of the game, you go back to the the main city, and the city is just ruined. It is just destroyed. If it, I guess, spoiler alert for fifteen. If it is just stomping <laughs> around the city and stuff. Um, it 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 reminds me of this. The swing set and and playground two got to me. I was like, oh, there there's children, or there were children. Um, I thought like the cars and stuff were kind of cool, but it was this very modern city look. Uh, it looked like, you know, I guess if we had flying cars in Magitech, it, w- it wouldn't be a far stretch for us. When they also on, on Gamerscape anyway, listed like some of the fates and their descriptions while exploring Garlemeld. And it's like, you know, fates are actually, as much as I don't really care for them, they do usually have lore baked right. in yeah and if you and if you read some of these it's like oh oh my you know i i'm 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 excited to see you know when i think one of the one of the things said that it felt like more of a mid a mid you know we, we're not going we're not walking in there at level 81 based on like the 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 level of the uh, the mobs in there mm-hmm. and it looks like there's like a little underground town built in the uh uh like subway guess, like system. Subway. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I thought cool. I saw Nero as it passed through the halls in the video. Uh, there was a video I watched and it kind of passed through the train and on the left-hand side was a man and uh, it looked like Nero to me. It may not be Gamer Escapes video, but it definitely was there. I saw what looked like Nero on the train. We'll see. That's interesting. Well, and then our old Charlene, uh, it's... I guess it kind of had the look and feel of exactly what I expected, I guess. <laughs> you know, we've seen some of the... You, you got a feel for what it was going to be like based on Idleshire, right? Kind of the, it's, it's the aesthetic. Kinda got the same I, aesthetic, you know, that kind of thing. I have heard multiple people echo that they are glad the music is not the same. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. bagpipes. No bagpipes, yeah. Night there. No bagpipes. You know, and they, and they have technology. I like that they have little... What do you call them? Mammoths. Mammoths, yes. I'm like, the board is escaping. They got little mammoths working there at the counter. And, you know, it looks like a very studious place, which is exactly what we would uh, expect, you know. Mm-hmm. looks beautiful. looks like it'll be. And I think people talked about walking around it in one of the gameplay things about, you know, it looks like uh, it'll be. I think, was this the one that they were saying it sounds like it looks like it'll be a little bit easier to navigate? Because, like, the Crystarium and even Yulmar, I think both pains in the asses to navigate beautiful cities mm-hmm. pains in the yes. pains in the asses to navigate i saw that the level your estate is just massive mm. 
So okay. uh, they got the money, honey. <laughs> it looks like everything is massive, though, in this city. It just looks like it's sprawling and enormous. It looks, it it looks like it rivals anything we've seen so far. And then Thavnir, I, if nothing else, has the best color palette. By far, <laughs> I don't know. This, yes. well, in this, you know, this is something we've had kind of lore of Thafnir. It's been mentioned in passing. You know, it, it, we, you know, there are items with the name Thafnirian on it. We've seen the Thafnirian. Oh, what's that called? In um, my brain just shut off. Are we talking about the underground stuff? No, the, uh... no, the um, that that in the town, the far east town, Kugane. Kugane oh, yes, has the consulate over there, but you and I always expected that to mean something or go somewhere, yeah. and it never did. Right? You can talk to like the dudes at the door, but you know I'm I'm excited to get to go there, and I I like the aesthetic of it. Be very interested to see, you know, these elephant people are very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. I just love oh, the cal- color palette. I just I really do, and like the giant like tentacle looking landmass with crystals on it going up into the sky it's just it's so foreign but in a really wonderful way yeah i saw some really odd rock formations at one point and they were very uh cube-like square uh these kind of purpley tinted mountains or, or rocks um yeah the aesthetic in the zone is something else very it's colorful but it's a different palette than uh, Fairyland, right. Elmeg. So um, maybe not as saturated, but just um, a, just a wide for a wide array of uh, of beautiful, uh, bold and and pastel colors mixed. And I also see um, or hear more. Um, the theme here is really catchy. And at some point in the theme, I couldn't tell you exactly where. I start hearing that eleven kind of music again. It reminded me of Rabao uh, a little bit, or uh, that jungle. There's just this this eleven type groove that kind of comes through, and I don't know if they mean to do that stuff on purpose. I don't know if uh, Sokin means to do that, uh, but man, it gets I get excited when I hear a little mm-hmm. something in the music that makes me think of eleven. It just oh, takes yeah. me back. Oh yeah, if I I just played the. Uh... Nova Chrysalis video. That's, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So so that's the three main zones we're seeing. Um, I know one of the other things they talked about was dungeons, the new dungeon. I honestly haven't watched anything about the new dungeon. I probably should have watched that video. I'll let you guys talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Tower of Zot, uh, just outside uh, in Thavnir, you can kind of see it in the shots when you see the uh, the Th- Thavnir videos and such uh, from the media tour. And uh, this is our first place. If you know uh, Final Fantasy IV, you've heard of Tower of Zot. This mm-hmm. is almost a rip from from four. Uh, not maybe not necessarily the aesthetic, but um, or maybe so. Um, th- this is your fight with the sisters. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert: We've heard yeah. of the sisters, but this is where. Uh, we will be fighting them. And uh, really what jumped out to me is that these fights look freaking hard. <laughs> like – and I just mean that from like – I'm not a pansy. I, I can handle my own in-game. But I mean from like just thinking as a new player coming into this, 
Uh, there's mechanics I saw from like the Griffin fight. Mm-hmm. Sloppy. That, that, that I saw some people get hit with the big move. You know, you got to <laughs> run toward the boss. Um, I saw the sisters doing some wacky stuff where there were beams all over the ground. It looked like. There were like four separate AOEs going on at once during that sister's fight. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just a dungeon. But I mean, for (laughs) sure, I I think there's going to be some complaints. And I put that out there on Twitter. And Chili, one of the people on the media tour, a good friend of ours, uh, Chili said uh, the first fight was harder. So (laughs) Really? Okay. Okay. We'll see. Well, and historically, Yoshi P puts the hardest boss as the second boss, or what the second to the last boss of whatever it is. Hmm. Usually, that's that's actually a design decision. I thought that came up in a uh, an, a uh, interview at one point that he, he didn't want you struggling on the very last boss. Well, what the hell happened to Robin Oster when the first boss I was the one know. killing everybody? The water <laughs> boss was just destroying everyone. But it was yeah. But it was also I don't know. I'm I'm. I actually look forward to add, as long as they keep the mechanics fairly clear. I don't even mind wiping the first time or two I try a boss mm-hmm. and learn because then then the second time it's usually like oh okay I've seen it now. But you know I I would prefer to wipe once on a boss and have a, a aha moment than to just just face roll through everything all the time. I don't I don't think you know they they've been very clear dungeons are not meant to be hard. Right, they're meant for everyone to be able to make it through it. But uh, I, I, you know, I don't mind if it's not a complete close your eyes and just mash the keys. What I will say is, it looked very normal Final Fantasy fourteen dungeon from a certain aspect. I mean, it, it was beautiful and different, and you know, obviously different monsters and different different groups. But Yelta, you you once mentioned that. Dungeons in this game had gone the way of the Disney ride. They're absolutely They're, gorgeous. Yeah. The music is wonderful, but it's a straight line path from A to B. And it's basically group up trash mobs, fight a boss, group up trash mobs, fight a boss, group up trash mobs, fight a boss. And there's nothing that is challenging that structure here. Um, even if I enjoy all the pieces, you know, I will say mm-hmm. like it looked like the second set of trash mobs. There's an insane amount of different things and some of them are enormous and really cool looking. So so there's some neat stuff to look at, but it is very it's a very standard Final Fantasy 14 dungeon. Um, it did I'm just look... going to be standing there doing my AOE rotation. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I agree with Ruby. I agree. It did the last battle did look harder. That that one looked harder than the first one to me. Um, I watched a couple different playthroughs of it, and I don't know. Just like I said, three or four different AOE attacks happening simultaneously seemed like a lot, but in a funny way to me. I I thought, yeah, that could get frustrating after a while, but. Um, I thought it was neat to have a challenge there in the dungeon. But for the most well, I, part, it's very, very standard, I thought it looked. Well, and even, even as long as, like, is, if multiple AoEs are going out, as long as none of them are just one-shotting yeah. people. Oh, true, it's yeah. still It's still like, oops, I got hurt. Because, Christ, as a healer, I it bothers me that I spend more time damaging than healing people sometimes. And... uh you know, actually having some new AOE damage to heal with my new tools would be nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, actually, Yoshi P touched on that again too today, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that too. 
but yeah, no, I, I, I think it, I, I look forward to new dungeons and then, um, it looks like about half of the people, it looks like, it looks like, I don't I would have to say of the articles I read, more than half of them did them with trusts and had something to say about trusts. It sounds like they're a little bit smarter now. I, I are they smarter or are they cheating like they were in what's the first dungeon in Shadowbringers? The town. What's it named? Hallmaster Switch. Hallmaster Hall whatever it is. It's something switch. One of the bosses, before it even does a mechanic, all the NPCs are running to the safe spot. Yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. that's that's not being smart. That's just being pre-programmed. Here's what I heard, Yelta. I heard okay. that a, somebody pulled mobs, and there was a mob that was away from the pack, and Thancred pulled the mob over using Provoke to the rest of the pack oh, so it could nice. be AoE'd down. Okay, okay. You listened to Zeppla, too. Yeah, yeah. She, she had some good information on that, I thought. Yeah, they... And Yoshi P did talk about how they did, they did change some of the, um, some of their behaviors and stuff and what they'll do. They won't, won't wait till you're at, you know, 20% before they'll throw a heal at you anymore. I heard, heard the healing and the AOE healing was better. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah. And that, yeah, they will pick up other mobs. They will, you know, they won't. If they won't like throw themselves out of rotation in a stupid way anymore, it, it sounded like they'd made lots of positive changes. Well, that's good. I hope there's still some personality behind it, though. There was, <laughs> and I don't know if we were, I don't know if it was that effect that we were making flaws seem like personality, but stuff like Urianche DPSing instead of healing or something. And Alize using the limit break as soon as it's ready. Correct. Yeah. Those, those right. Things. I I I'm hoping those were on purpose. I hope they were actually coded to their personalities. That said, I think one of the articles I read they were talking about maybe even putting some trust stuff into earlier dungeons, or was I hallucinating that? I think they were saying something because they want people to learn how to play an MMO, and I'm like, well, if you're going to do that, you should put it in the early dungeons. Yeah. Uh, as, as much as I don't really like trusts, I have, uh, I have a, I've decided, I understand that's a design decision they've made with this game that they want people to just feel able to play they want to play, but it's an MMO. And I'm like, I feel like you should have to go find a group. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of gross, honestly. I, I, I would have liked like the trust sort of thing in early, early game teaching you how to play as a party. I mean, they, what do they have now that's like, I don't know, eight or ten little missions when you're oh, all of the novice. It's Hall so yeah. inadequate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, good, it, but it, not adequate. This would be this would be better towards that, you know, or more advanced versions of that, or teaching you different, better advanced mechanics with that. But no, I, damn it, I want to experience this with human beings. When I have to do the content that is given to me. For a group, I want to see what other people think of it. I want to hear their opinions of it. I want to, you know, learn about... I want to face plant with everybody else a couple times figuring out how it works. I I don't think... It was very... I did one of them because I didn't really know what trusts were. You know, I'm like, what am I clicking here? So I did it. And it was ridiculously easy because... As Yelta mentioned, when whatever I was in, I didn't know what the markers, what the mechanics were going on in the dungeon I did, but I just followed what they did. I did exactly 
what the NPCs did and had no trouble whatsoever, even though I had no fucking clue what was going on. And that's not mm-hmm. cool either. That's gross. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and I get that you could kind of follow someone else, even if they're a real player, but you know, if you asked a question, somebody might respond to you. Or exactly. like I said, sometimes the trust seems to cheat anyway. And like, I laugh when people complain that trusts are slower than doing it with an average group. And I'm like, well, good. That I, I mean, there's got to be some kind of penalty for yeah. running with a trust, if you want to call it yeah. that. But yeah. Yeah. Attacks. Well, and there are times when I have just kind of wanted to chill and felt antisocial or wanted to knock the rust off of playing a tank. Right. Sure. There are times that I've, you know, I've wanted to practice my black mage rotation and I don't like doing it. A, I don't like doing it as a striking dummy, but it's just, it's, it's still, I have this issue in my head where it's like, man, I prefer to play with real people. And so I usually do. Yeah, no, I have leveled, that came up again today, leveling all our trusts up to 80. And, uh, I, I, I did it after they've buffed the, uh, XP and, you know, I wanted I wanted that achievement because I do that. But it's not really fun for me. But I just got through running all of my – a bunch of jobs with the squadron. And I wanted to point back to you, Kariri, because I think you're right. I think a, a good place for the, the, the trust system is way earlier on where they can show you what the – symbols mean what the the stack markers mean uh where to run what to do Mm -hmm. the problem comes with a lot of the way the arr dungeons are designed and um you know how they're mismatched and what buffs and what a a couple of them are pretty bad still i I can't believe they haven't fixed that one where the the red marker and the blue marker mean the opposite of what they mean in the rest of the fucking game yeah yeah um so so there's that and 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 to me there's a there's an inadequacy within the the squadron system themselves i think the trust system is much smarter than the squadron system um where the squadrons will just kind of just go but you still have to tell them what to hit like there are times that i forgot to hit to re-engage because i had to make them run away so it didn't pull everything in Orem Vale and, and I forget to hit the button back and then they don't heal me. They don't do anything. <laughs> so they're just sticks in the mud. You know, I wish ARR was designed in such a way that when you joined the free company, they gave you the squadron. They gave you a, a, a way or you can run with our forces to do that and they'll teach you or make the, the Hall of the Novice lead into that sort of way. The Hall of the Intermediate we've talked about a bazillion times till we're blue in the face uh, for those kind of things. So I think there is a, a major flaw. This this came out of, uh, I think, Larry Zor. Larry Zor had a question about – really he was talking about – some of the bad stuff from A Realm Reborn carrying over, he called it technical debt. Mm-hmm. He'd asked the question about what about 1.0's technical debt coming over. Um, and I think it, it, you know what, what the real heart of it is, there's a, there's a lot of people who believe that A Realm Reborn was built in such a shitty way that it's causing problems in the future. And that's backed up, and I wish – Larry so, so, so dignified because I wish I had the follow-up question. I would have jumped in there and said, but Yoshida – Every time you say that you can't do something, you say there's some technical reason, right? So what we're led to believe that there are technical issues behind A Realm Reborn that's keeping you from doing certain things. So he kind of cornered him with this question, and Yoshida said that this technical debt, quote-unquote, I'm saying, um, there's some there, but it's not in the way that we're thinking it is. It's not graphical. 
But there's some systems that need to be updated. And he went on talking about the ones that they fixed, like the Chocobos got fixed already. Uh, the uh, I guess they don't they don't cast uh, Choco Medica over and over anymore. Was that the fix? Um, uh, and they want to fix the friends list. They want to fix the glamour dresser. They, they, there's other stuff they want to do. So I guess this is. I would call that technical debt. I would think Squadron is a bit of that. I also think uh, I think some of these systems, like the dungeons, the, the things you're talking about, the the, mis, the mismatched stuff. There's more work to do with a Realm Reborn. <laughs> there's still a yeah. lot of work that they need yeah. to go back, and I I think Yoshida knows it. It's just what little that they can fix now. But I'm I agree with you, uh, Kariri. I think that the trust system. Really, the real the real place it belongs is an early game to teach the player how to play. The only other thing I can see on the side of the coin playing devil's advocate is some of those people bought a skip potion and mm. <laughs> they Never don't know any with... clue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so maybe they need Thancred to hold their hand to go through something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy, is it is it time to talk about the stubble? We can we can talk about the stubble. We can talk about the stubble. Uh, yeah, uh, this was gamer gamer escape talked about the stubble, and we, you know, Meteor has had stubble forever, on and off, and uh, we we've been we've been begging for it, and and it looks like they're giving us a new head with the stubble. Stubble, is it only on hearers, or are they getting? A, a, is that a question still? I, I I think it's just here, uh, but this is this has always been asked about here. I guess you know, Fusion X has been asking this question for a very long time to mm-hmm. Yoshida, so uh, I think it's just here only for now. Oh yeah, we'll see. it's it's been it was like yeah, but we still can't get uh, Viera hairstyles or Rothgar hats. Oh in my god, and where are my tacos? Come on, why are there no peaches? And Hold on. positivity, it's positivity. <laughs> They're starting with the stubble and working their way up. They're starting with the stubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stubble might be easier than Viera. I mean, I mean, stubble isn't going to get in the way of like certainly face. Well, if Ardbert has stubble, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want stubble, but I'm a female Lalafell. That would be a graphic, you know, choice, wouldn't it? Goodness. <laughs> well, New World lets me do it. You, I, I, it doesn't matter which sex I make my character. I could have all the facial hair I want. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's all good. No height slider and no boob slider, though, so still the lesser game. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what What else What else caught our, our eye, our fancy? Should we talk about jobs? We, let's talk about jobs sure. a bit. Should we talk about the new jobs first? What were people's ideas on the new jobs? What do we got? We just had two, so we've got. In, re- in short, what I keep coming across, and and you can correct me if you've seen different experiences, was Sage is slightly complicated, and people are going to fuck it up. And Reaper is awesome, but also kind of complicated. Sounds like they both had a lot of buttons. Yeah. People people seem to think that Sage is going to be. They still seem to think Sage is going to be pretty overpowered with the damage. But I don't know unless they change how the game works. I spend most of my time damaging anyway, even on a white mage. So, but uh, it sounds like Sage is really really flashy. Those spell names are something else, though. Like they really are. Ligma, 
Pepsis, uh, Pepsis. I'm seeing all the uh, memes for Pepsi. Um, there's some really wacky. I mean, I guess they fit because they're all kind of Greek sounding names mm. for for what they're doing with with the sage theme. But uh, they're they're really goofy sounding. So I think a lot of people are going to be abbreviating those spell names as they call them out or use them. Uh, yeah, Sage has all those, like, do, does damage and heal at the same time abilities. I think that led people to believe, like, hey, are we, are we moving toward more DPS stuff? I don't know if that's the case. We'll talk about that. But as far as Sage goes, I thought it, I thought it looked cool. I like the aesthetic of, like, it's, like, two colors mixed. Like, it's this, this blue, but some spells were, like, this blue teal, blue kind of green color, and some were kind of, like, blue purple. So I really like the aesthetic, the kind of ge- uh, geometrical symbols and things. That was neat. I didn't watch as much Reaper as I really – I guess I should have. I, I remember seeing all the previews, uh, but I didn't go into any in-depth analysis. I guess my only trepidation is how that teleport works <laughs> and how I'm going to fuck myself over somehow, <laughs> teleport in the wrong direction or not getting something right with that. Oh, I one thing I did see with it is like – and this might have been with Zeppelas as well. Uh, how like how cool you look when you turn into like the dark form or whatever. Ooh, yes, like your yeah. eyes glow red, and I think she was showing off like um, one of the Mikote's fangs in it because it just looks so fucking cool. Because she looks so dark and <laughs> ominous, and you got these red glowing eyes. So the aesthetic is there for both jobs. Definitely, That's yeah. Really it just it looks like I know Reaper. Reaper looks like fun. It just looks like serious massive ass kicking like just just bashing the shit out of things and yeah the whole evil aspect of it or you know it it just it just looks like fun it does look to me like there's okay you do this phase to get into this phase and then once you're in that phase you can activate this phase and it looks like there's like four levels to it or something so it, Mm. it it seemed like it might get a little I mean, none of these, no job in this game is insane. You know, none of them are so hard you can't play them or anything. But this did look like it was slightly more advanced than a lot of the other ones. And I think I think a couple people were comparing it to maybe like Ninja. Okay. Or was it Monk? Monk or Ninja? One or the other that it seemed more comparable to that in difficulty level. Looks cool, though. You want to talk about tanks? Like, kind of go in order here, like in the tank roles. Anything jump out at you guys that you? Uh, they, they sound like about? they all heal stupid amounts now. They do. The end. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like what? Warrior and Paladin for sure. I'm People loving. People were my saying uh, blue healers. That's that's what I read an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I'm okay with it. You know it. They didn't put it on everything either. Like. My um, Sheltron. My Sheltron now has, it, well, it didn't, that's the thing too, though. It didn't just add one thing. Everything that added, added like two things, right? So I'm trying to find the example. And it's holy. Holy Sheltron. Yes, now it's <laughs> holy Sheltron. So it doesn't just block the attacks. It blocks it for eight seconds, and then it reduces damage taken for fif- by 15%. And it gradually restores HP for 12 seconds. And, you know, and it added an extra four seconds onto the block in the first place. So all of the things that it added things to, it added healing plus another additional ability. So Mm -hmm. it it just, 
like intervention was the other one i think it just got it added a gradually restoring hp on top of you know the 10 percent um damage reduction and you know all the other stuff that it does plus a cure potency well potency doesn't mean anything right now until we know you know yeah the potency numbers are all like just hand wave them people don't do too much math exactly (laughs) so yeah the intervention gives more hp holy sheltron gives hp um they just they did you know we've got after what is it con i think it's confitor confitor um after that combination and confitor used to be the finisher that's now the beginning of the combination with the blade of faith truth and valor and that's all Basically, like, one button. Like, it's basically one thing. You just hit three times, and it does three different things. So, right. uh, And I and think you get a dot at the end of it. Yes. And that dot, got to be careful with it, though, because it looks like it'll overwrite... Um, Goring Blade. I Goring think. Blade, yeah. So, yeah. and it's... Is it stronger than Goring Blade? So, so slightly I, stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but and it's to all targets hit. So. Exactly. It's an AOE one. So And you get MP restore, so why yeah. yeah. All right. Exactly. So yeah, I want to make sure we don't <laughs> overwrite that. So it is gonna change up my um rotation slightly, but I'm excited. These all seem like good changes to me. Yeah, I you know early on I I read the official forums too. Obviously y'all know that I talk about the official forums mm-hmm. every week. It's a different it's a different air when you go there as as opposed to watching these videos. When you watch the videos, of course, these are sponsored streamers or maybe not sponsored. But they're, these guys had a unique opportunity to see this stuff early. They are grateful to Yoshida and the rest of the team for allowing this. So they are very positive about these changes. They're not talking about, well, I think this potency sucks. I, I now, haven't blah, seen blah, 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 much blah. whining. That's, I'll, I'll be sh- I've yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's not much no criticism. Whining. Yeah. But if you go into the darkness, the official forums, <laughs> there's all kinds of whining. Doom and gloom. Dark Knight. Ah, Dark Knight got no changes. Dark Knight sucks. Dark Knight's this. Dark Knight's that. The stuff I'm hearing are these tanks are still very similar. They're very they're very on the same level. Yes, you've got more more healing stuff on your warriors and your paladins. You've got more mitigation type things helping others on your uh, Dark Knight and Gunbreaker. And, and it all stays... Very similar, still very, but not without identity because there is there is identity there. I, I think the tanks are still in a very good spot. And you're seeing this across the board, just like Kariri's yeah. saying. You've got abilities that stack on other abilities. Now they're, they, they're added. It's not just, you know, my uh, my Blizzard 2 will stun you or my Ruin does, does blind, you know, that kind of shit. No, yeah. this is now my... My thing does a dot and it heals. My thing does a, a ground AOE and it something else. So so you're seeing this with all these tanks. You're going to see this as we talk about these other abilities. And as you study these things, you're finding these other ways to refresh your dots, these other ways to heal yourself. I hope that's a portent to harder content. Because, I mean, if you're giving the tanks more ways to heal, what the fuck is the healer doing? Yeah, that's really my worry, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. I'm like I didn't get more I didn't get more damaging abilities so yeah well and that yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the questions one of them asked was it Ms. Tecker I don't remember who it was someone was asking Yoshi P about that they're like look you know a lot of people now think that playing a couple of these healers are just boring because you know we don't have as many damage abilities and you know the it's not 
requiring us to, you know, do full-time healing. So we need, you know, the, the damage abilities to stay busy in these fights. And he's like, I don't want to go that way. He did, he did talk about this quite a bit. He's like, everyone wants to play differently and I don't want to make people who just want to heal do damage. And so mm-hmm. he, he was pretty, he was pretty upfront about it. I, I thought that was kind of surprising because considering the amount of damaging spells that healers do have. Yeah. You want to talk about healers? Yeah, why don't you talk about healers? Well, let's talk about healers. Well, I mean, Yelta, you're the white mage here. Well, yeah, white mage. <laughs> well, what they did what I assumed they were going to do for the most part, right? So uh, white mage is getting a lot of, I, th- I think it's mostly like a lot of traits that, tr- well, uh, it's a lot of the jobs got traits that turn existing stuff into a buffed existing stuff. And that makes sense. And, um, I'm, I'm not bothered by that at all. Um, let's see. Uh, we healers, we've already talked about this. Our, our primary single target damaging spell, uh, cast time is now 1.5 seconds. So th- they've made it so our, our, our damages are going to cast faster. So, um, uh, we, we did, uh, for roll actions, we got no new roll actions. Let's see. Uh, they did get rid of fluid aura, but I think we all expected that. Right. I, I, the only place I ever used it was PvP anyway, and and forever ago. <laughs> so <laughs> I I was kind of hoping we would get a new water spell, because theoretically water should be under the purview of white mages well i guess technically you did with aqua well, veil aqua veil yep yep what that do you think about aqua veil have you studied this aqua veil is just it's just a little damage reduction right yeah um I, I i like that i like i like it's you know i have i have a shield already and it'll be nice to have another Two. button that yeah yeah i've got an they're giving you a second charge on your divine medicine yes. as well yes yeah. we're getting a second charge on divine yeah but our spell counts up you know, and uh, and Holy's getting an upgrade. Uh, yeah, Stone, Stone t- 3, Stone 4, Glare, Daya, all are going to have their potencies adjusted or whatever, but I'm, I'm not too worried about potencies right now until we get there. Thin Air's change is interesting. Uh-huh. I was going to ask you that next. Yeah, because Thin Air, you used to push the button and then it worked free, like what? Free Everything was free until it cooled, the, until it was over. Now it's just basically the next spell you cast is free. Mm-hmm. But you also have you got two charges, right? Yeah. So you get two charges on a 60-second cooldown, and it just lets you cast the next spell for free. I don't know. I'll have to see how it feels. Yeah, you have to double weave before you res anybody. You, you do a glare. Do glare. You pop thin, thin air, thin swift air. cast, res, yeah. go back to glare. <laughs> Yeah, no, Fuck a I'm, heel. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really curious how it'll feel. It might, and it might be fine. It yeah. might just make it more skillful when I push the button, right? I will miss being able to just hit thin air and uh, presence holy, of holy, mind, holy, and, holy, then, holy, holy, and then doing my, you know, opener, or whatever. So, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just different. We'll just see how it is. Mm-hmm. So. And, and the presence of mind did get its cooldown and reduced too, so that's okay. That's cool. That's that's that whole aligning the timings of things. I think so. Right. Oh, let's see. Oh, nice. 
blah, 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 blah. Uh, we also get a second charge of Divine Venison, the, our shield, like you said. And then we get two new things. Let's see, we get Glare and Holy Mastery traits that upgrade our damage spells. Glare turns to Glare 3 and Holy turns to Holy 3. It's just like, okay. Um, and then Aquavale, you mentioned also, that's another, it's not a shield, it's a, uh, damage reduction. So that'll be nice if I know, like, it's eight seconds, so that's, that's actually a nice window if I know a tank buster's coming, or something, you know, something, or, or maybe, or maybe, sometimes I use Divine Venison on that dude I know is not leaving, that black mage that I know is not moving. That's sometimes what I use it on. I know Kariri is going to hit a cooldown, but that pug black mage probably is not going to. So, <laughs> so it's nice. It's a some more mitigation is nice, right? And then Lily Bell is really, really, really interesting. This I think, if I'm reading it correctly, is what I'm going to drop when I know one of those a bit one of those things that a boss does, and a lot of times is. You all get doomed till you're topped off. I think that's what this is for. It is the next time you take the white mage takes damage, Lily Bell will release a heal worth 400 potency, expending, expending one of the five stacks of Lily Bell, and then it'll it'll end after 15 seconds or after all five stacks have been used up. So it, I think, I don't know. It's it's. It's got a really long cooldown, but it's like, I think it's really for, I know a whole shit ton of AoE damage is coming out. So I, I think, I think I'm going to like it. I don't know. For I sure. don't know what the community thinks. Other than that, that was pretty much it. I've heard nothing but good about White Mage. I, I didn't hear a lot of bad. I mean, of course, the official forums are doom and gloom about everything, but they're more dwelling <laughs> on Scholar doom and gloom. Uh, I just have I have I have one thing to say about Scholar. Yeah, womp, say it. Womp. Let's talk womp, about womp. it. I don't know. It's they it just they just got nothing, nothing, nothing. I, I will say this, and I if it hasn't been Sprint. apparent already, I watched a lot of Larry's videos, Larry's okay. or his, uh, job videos. They're they're very well made and they're funny. And he, in tongue in cheek humor, he says, "Hey." At least scholars still have a DPS buff, all right? So people are going to kind of want a DPS yeah. buff. Also, anything that will make you move faster in content, because it seems like this will be up a lot. Like you'll be able to, to buff that, that running speed to sprint speed a lot. I I think a lot of people, at least for Prague, are really going to want scholar. And I think that these these shields are, are real – a real buff. They're real meaty. Um, yeah. I think this is going to be a go-to for Prague uh, because it, it's it's gonna it's going to feel easy in some respects, and I, I think you're still going to have uh, that ability to DPS. It's just not it's just not the feel that people want, and it just it got the, it just got lulled on, especially compared to its sister job. Well, um, I think that yeah. yes, I think that's like to add insult to injury. They got if you if you took scholar just at what it is, I think most people would have been like, oh okay, not huge changes, but okay. But the fact that its sister job got, you know, insert 
you know, rock music here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, Titan. You know, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think just, yeah, I think, I think I, that's probably, you're probably exactly right. I think just knowing that it didn't get the overwork that its sister job did. What did Astrologian do? Never read the Astrologian changes because I know there's a lot and I want to just play it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Astrologian. I mean, obviously they cut out they cut out the stuff with the other the the other sect. So we knew right. that that there's going to be know. a shield healer. Um, and then they no, they, they're going to be they took the shield healer away. Right, yeah, they're, they're the regen, they're the, the direct healing, pure healer, pure healer. Right. Um, I think the rework was in a lot of the cards, cards not yeah. so much of what they do, but how you draw them, and then like. The Lady and Lord stuff got a got a significant change, and then the divination stuff uh, that is changed. That the seal? Is that the seal? What's the the seal, seal stuff? And the the okay. good the good news I heard this again was from I believe this was Larry's video that said that the changes that were made here you can get that divination out in your opener mm, that would help okay. you speed up that process of of uh, getting that bonus out early. Um, to help with the uh, to help with the openers, so uh, not necessarily a bad change. Again, this seems like the changes are more about timing up your abilities for burst periods uh, in a fight um, gotcha. and making everything synergize a little bit better. Yeah, these I honestly there were so many changes and I couldn't. I haven't played Astrologian in since I got it to eighty, so. Yeah, I, I just don't even remember how, and I never run it in any sort of content. I like the aesthetic of Astrologian. So part of me is slightly tempted to like level that early, maybe try a whole new job, but still stay in the healer, still in the pure healer world. I'm too dumb to keep track of too many cards, though. That was what was hard for me. I couldn't remember what cards went on who. And I think they made it dummy proof now because they're just flat bonuses. I think there's the, that. Cha- I don't know if they took that away or if that's still in here or not. The bonuses if you play it on the right job. But um, uh, the only other thing I saw that I cared about was like gravity. Uh, I think was it, is it gravity two or gravity three or they fell gravity or fall gravity? I, they changed these names of all these spells went from like <laughs> yeah, right. like you were saying like holy one to holy three and then something. I guess because of all these Japanese connotations of Ra, Ga, yeah. Ja, all that. So it got all real wacky. When we talk about Black Mage, you know, they've got like High Blizzard and High Fire and, and all this other stuff. So the, the spell names have gotten real, real fucky for me. But Gravity was – Gravity looks great. I don't think it has any fall-off damage. And my only hope, I didn't listen carefully, but it has to keep that great sound, that sucking kind of sound mm-hmm. that it has. It's, like, it's, a, it's a good sound. It's, it's a like good a sound effect. Human reverse or something. It's very, it's very odd sound, but it's satisfying. Um, I haven't read the Black Mage stuff yet, which surprises me because that's really kind of what I was thinking about. Uh, re- or have been kind of relearning how to play and running in content. But it looks like they've kind of, again... Uh, I don't know. Some of this might be timing stuff, and 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 astral fire and umble ice kind of. There's some like a, adjustments to that. I don't know. Foul is instant spell now. That's kind of neat. So I don't know. And you're getting some new stuff. High fire, like you mentioned, and high blizzard. They 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 over they take must be a trait that takes over fire and blizzard. 
Mm-hmm. So let's yeah, see. it was. It's like Blizzard Two is useful again. It's it was mm-hmm. crazy. So yeah, I don't it, even know. I yeah, don't even it, know. I, it looks fucking cool. There's a bunch of fire and ice mixed shit. Uh, it just it seems like a way for you to keep your dot uh, not dots but keep keep your shit going in different yeah. ways. There was um I think that fire and ice thing. I think that um. There was something that fills in for the fire one, where you know how you would pump your fire fours, but you'd have to do mm-hmm. the one fire one what, filler. Something to, to refresh, back. and it felt it felt wrong almost. Yeah, because you had to go <laughs> yeah. all the way back down to fire one to do it, you know. And and so um, they they fixed that, I guess, uh, by by uh, allowing you to do. Um, uh, I don't know if it's this paradox spell or if it's the the other one, but one of them. Uh, allows you to refresh that instead of uh, fire one. So, um, yeah, it's just well, some cool and, shit. And we already know about the Enochian changes, and we're not going to talk about them anymore. Right, right, uh, right. I heard on Twitter and some other places some excitement and some of the articles I've read and whatever, uh, some good excitement on how Red Mage feels. It, it's... It, it it's It sounds like it feels good now. I can't talk about it any more in depth than that, but it sounds like... It it's these seem to be good changes people are excited for. Here's what I saw that that may back up what you're saying is that you could start your combo at fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and so things got got faster. Also, and Larry talks about it, and I didn't quite follow it because I hadn't played Red Mage in a little bit, but he he seemed to say like with a couple of the you hit a couple of buttons and you can go immediately into your melee combo he was like your melee friends will love you when you start off in melee or whatever or there was like or you could do like melee like twice in a row before jumping out and doing your your finisher and then you would jump right back into melee like it was it was wild you could just you could be in melee a lot more than usual you could change up the opener looks like you could be somehow in melee like really early on um, it seems like it's faster, and then I guess it's more satisfying because you've got that final finisher. Yeah. Uh, that you know that that beautiful uh, line AOE uh, with looks like roses. Uh, it's just it's it's a gorgeous job, and so I'm glad yeah. it feels better. There was a period that I played it and I liked it, but then there was like. I don't know. There were times where I just kept goofing up and getting the same mana and it would mm-hmm. piss me off because well, I knew I wasn't getting yeah. all the procs I wanted to and, and uh, I abandoned it for Summoner uh, at some point and uh, it'd be nice to go back and, and play it and see how well, how much smoother I, it feels. I use Red Mages in like every other Final Fantasy game that I can and the job has never clicked with me. I have tried many times to play it and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm overthinking it. It's not, I think... People keep telling me it's a pretty straightforward job, so I still think I'm overthinking it, or I don't know. Uh, let's talk Summoner. I'm going to let you talk Summoner because you actually play Summoner. I, <laughs> we're excite, right? We're definitely Oh, yeah, 100%, 100% excite. Um where to begin let me go back let me go to this this thing and 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 read down it but just for my initial excitement um of course we're getting the summons back dots are no more um and uh we get to summon the big three ifrit titan and garuda in turn um as i wouldn't call it a filler phase but um i don't know what to call it you basically are gonna go bahamut the three primals uh phoenix the three primals 
Bahamut, the three prom, and just keep going in in a in a circular pattern. Uh, Larry does a good job of explaining it. Um, he even shows kind of the circle, like the, if you go to like Ock Morning. If you don't know Ock Morning, it's a great site for casters. Ockmorning um, dot com. If you go there, there's like a it, there's a graphic that summoners can use. It's kind of the wheel of where you see like how you do your dots, and then where Bahamut comes in, and because summoners fucky right now, right? Like you have to delay some casts, and you have to like triple weave, and it's really bad. And Yoshida actually talked about it. I think uh, Larry interviewed him and and, and asked about it. And uh, and he said – and this went back to the stuff about A Realm Reborn, how it had bad systems, that the, the, the summoner system has been so bad and it continued to be bad and it stayed bad for so long that it got to the <laughs> point where triple weaving was there and it was clipping dots and it was like we have to destroy summoner because it's just gotten out of control. Um, so Well, and it never felt like summoner. If you played summoner well, God, in 11, no. you felt like a summoner. Mm-hmm. I, just from watching little bits of gameplay video for the new summoner, I'm like, that is a summoner now. So I hope it feels as good as it looks. You know, I this is my doom and gloom turn. And the only thing I have that would be doom and gloom for this job, because there's some cool shit that they've given us. The doom and gloom for me is... It was considered a very difficult job. People were like, Summoner, no thanks. I'm not playing that. Too hard. And it is difficult. And if you played it well, you could do some amazing DPS. Yeah, a nice high Uh, skill ceiling, which is nice to have in some jobs. Right. Um, But that's because it kind of was fucky. It was the fuckiness that was making it scary for some, and it made it unique for others. And I like the uniqueness. My fear is that it's a bandwagon job. Everybody and their mom is going to jump on the summoner oh, bandwagon and it's level It's all it going to be summoners. And there'll be all summoners be... everywhere and they'll all be and... terrible. Or the job <laughs> is super easy. Zeppelin made mention of that. She was like, I'm afraid that summoner mm-hmm. is easy because she picked it up and just kind of went for it and it felt good. Because all it is is Bahamut, spam, 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 Ifrit, Spam, spam, spam. Garuda, spam, spam, spam. It, it, there's not that nuance of like I need to hold my dot until the until energy drain is up. Then I can go into Phoenix so I don't lose my dot, and then I do my two casts of this eggy thing. This job has changed so many fucking times, over mm-hmm. and over. They keep changing Summoner. I hope this is the path of the right direction. It seemed like that from Yoshida's answer to Larry. That this mm-hmm. is the direction they want to go. I hope this bodes well for Scholar in the future. Uh, yep. Because, you know, no longer is the pet hindering the summoner. Mm-hmm. It's channeling through. I know that's a little bit different lore, but we just came from the Affliction Warlock summoner, which wasn't a summoner <laughs> at all. It wasn't a summoner. So if, the, no. if we're channeling the power through us instead of it coming through the pet or whatever is happening there i i don't care as long as the abilities go off when i push the button right Mm -hmm. isn't that the point yeah so um beyond that the abilities and all that there's only one ability that got me rock hard and that is (laughs) um (laughs) that is rekindle now there's there's we we retain our buff we get we keep physic which is old and busted res is still there and people are sad about that right but well the people who want to bitch about black mage no. not having resurrection or whatever else or or they want yeah. res gone from all the casters um I like it I think it's great I <laughs> like seeing a red mage and or summoner in my party you know I it's you some nice comfort, to know right? that if if 
otherwise if the healers die you're just boned exactly but the ability that man it made me wild was rekindle um i gotta pull this ability up or zoom in here just just to read it off for you but it's basically you know when you summon phoenix everybody gets a regen if you don't know that whenever you cast phoenix you get a regen um there's an additional healy regen ability and it's a it's a single cast it's a it's on a target uh but it also does kind of like excogitation where it's like if you go below 50 percent, it'll kick in or when it expires it kicks in and it's a 200 potency regen and i know that doesn't sound like a lot but it's like it's another heal and just the fact that i can and i think it can be used on self as well and you know summoners are kind of squishy just to have yes, that little yeah. that little benefit that just in case or to be able to help others or if i want to do some wacky solo content it's still there in some way i still have that even though titan eggy is not going to tank for me anymore there's still something there that allows me to put a shield on myself, heal myself up, get through something, or to help somebody else out. And man, it just feels so – there's so much utility on Summoner. I feel really good about it. I feel yeah. really good about this yeah. job. Uh, I'm still sad Carbuncle just stands there with a glazed yeah. look on his eye. That's – I just – I wish they put the fighting animation back in. Maybe they will. Uh, let's see. I can't speak too intelligently about ranged or melee jobs. It sounds like uh, the two that are getting maybe the most exciting reworks are Bard got a lot of changes and Monk got a lot of changes. Other than that, I can't talk intelligently about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bard, I saw, got the significant change uh, with its kind of collect all the seals thing it kind of stole the astrologian thing right like collect all the seals and then you get to use the song at the end and uh it buffs the party or whatever um that's kind of the thing that was missing right buffing the party right. more yeah um well what's a bard if not a party buff job i just still don't understand that. exactly I, I don't know how the bards feel about this is it enough is, is is this is this enough stuff that they've been given there's some other cool things about like like Stuff that makes like Apex Arrow feel less clunky. There's some things about I I think it was like Blood Letter Procs now had charges something like that, um, but like there's still there's people people miss the things that were gone from Bard. Yeah. Uh, there there were abilities that have been ripped from Bard over time. Uh, Foes Requiem, right? Everybody wants Foes Requiem back. Um, I don't know if this was enough for Bard or if they feel like they're starting to move back into that stepchild category. But at least they got something out of it. it. Dancer got a few extra things. I don't know too much about Dancer, but they got a few extra songs. And then it was like uh, – or dances. And then it just seemed like Machinist. They seemed to think it was in a good spot already. And so they just added a few tag-alongs. Like Queen got a new thing at the end, like a finisher. And, and there was – you know, Chainsaw was in there. People were excited about the visual aspect of some of the, the new abilities. Or, yeah. You know. Beyond that, that's that was ranged. It didn't seem like ranged got a whole lot of love or a, yeah, a lot of anything really uh, in this. Yeah, Monk got the big changes in the melee. Monk was the, the one that got all that yin-yang kind of stuff. And, and uh, uh, I watched a little bit of Monk. I don't know. Y'all might have watched more than I did of it. Um 
uh, I've played a, only a little bit of Monk, but um, I think some people will be happy. I have heard some like, eh, also about it. Um, the others, you know, I don't know. Like, I think Ninja got some cool stuff too, but it was just some augmentation on like its AOE. Oh, there was some stuff with the Hutan. Now now I feel like I can talk about Ninja because I played Ninja We've 54. played a little bit now, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that uh, Hutan got like uh, another way to like keep it up. So, um, you, you maybe not using your, um, your, um, ju- uh, jutsus on, on, on something that you could use it on something else. So beyond that, I don't know, ladies, there's, there's, there was so much to talk about in the, uh, in the melee stuff, but it all just seemed like augmentations. Like we just added a little something yeah. onto it or we yeah. turned so, something so, into a trait. That's pretty uh, much yeah, what I heard they, about. They, they like. Just, you know, a couple of them lost a couple things, gained a couple things, changed a couple things, that kind of thing. But none of them looked like, from my just brief overview, most of them were like, it was already in a mostly good place. They just kind of tweaked it and gave it a couple new new things. Exactly. (laughs) That was really about all you had to say? No, that's pretty much exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. I was like... Samurai, I'd, I had been reading about and looking at a little bit, and it was pretty much exactly what Ruby was saying about um, machinist and exactly what you just said about everything. It's like, yep, they all said, we're pretty much all right. We're pretty okay right now, and we just added a little bit of extra cool stuff. It wasn't anything major, no overhauls, no, you know, mm. anything groundbreaking, just normal upgrades that you'd see over you know this sort of level change so it wasn't it wasn't anything bad it wasn't anything amazing it was just kind of par for the course in a in a positive way yeah when i when i go to websites and stuff i see i see general grumbles about these jobs like oh blood of the dragon's a trait now you know or where's my is my blue glowy thing is not going to be on all the time on my dragoon you know stuff like that it's not like Oh my God, the rotation looks completely destroyed, and how are we supposed to do this or whatever? No, none. Of, I don't see any of that kind of stuff. That's all on the summoner. I mean, I'm sorry. That's all on the scholar. That's all on the <laughs> healer forums, um, and a little bit on the on the ranged forums. Um, I, it's just a general kind of like. Eh, I hope they don't screw my stuff up too bad. All right, and then uh, we're already getting long, so let's just move on real quick to that uh, that Reddit. Uh, that's a Mr. Happy interview, right? Yeah, that had a gem or two in that. Um, one thing, and I'll let y'all dig into it. I don't necessarily feel the need to read the entire thing, but I'm I'm happy to read it if we if we want to go through the whole thing. What one? There's a gem in there that Mr. Happy talks about the glare mage, and I I just want to stab at that from the jump here because. I don't want to miss talking about this. We've alluded to it the whole time. I think Kariri even uh, made mention of it earlier in in regards to another streamer talking about it. And that is uh, Mr. Happy asks Yoshida about where where is the future of healers. We've seen these abilities um, that have – on Sage that have DPS – and healing mixed, right? Mm-hmm. So if we've got these abilities, surely we're kind of moving into uh, more ways that the healers can DPS, right? We're going to get more challenging content and more stuff. And 
the answer is not quite what uh, what what we've been looking for. Um, I don't want to misquote, so here we go. So Mr. Happy says healers in fourteen often discuss how they're often they're casting DPS spells, nicknaming jobs like White Mage as Glare Mage. The Mediator build has some new healing spells that have damage components to them. Has the team taken any feedback from players on improving interactivity with the healers? Whether that be more interesting DPS skills or more prominent healing requirements? Yoshida's answer. So I totally understand that those healers that have a very high player skill level and that they've mastered their jobs go into these different raids or battles. And when they do, they have downtime between their heals, so they cast offensive spells. Some of them have the desire to have more technical aspects of it, so they are more active, and I totally understand the sentiment. But of course, the basis of a healer is to heal. So I think the development team and I have this thinking of getting that sense of exhilaration from doing really good heal work. By that being said, I don't think we would do any sort of dramatic addition of offensive skills moving forward. By having these offensive abilities, some players like new healers might feel pressured, like, oh, do I have to have good DPS while I'm healing? Or some players might be aggressive, like, oh, hey, you have an offensive skill in your kit. Why don't you use it? And I don't think that's optimal either. But of course we have a new jump sage, which will allow for this unique gameplay where if you land an attack, it heals at the same time, or a particular barrier ability that you cast, and when it depletes, it would lead to an attack. I think players would be interested in trying that out for sure. I don't know, but they're okay with, like, throwing more heals on tanks. I mean, that's, I, that's I, the hard I, part I, for me is, like, they, they, don't have, they don't know what to do with healers, I feel like. Well, I I, it's, it's, this is the answer that really backs up the sentiment that says the, um, I guess, the lowest, the, the, I don't know what the actual phrase would be, but, like, the, you're as, you're as low as the lowest person, right? Like, if we, the, we got the, the, the skill ceiling is pretty low on this one. On there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's yep. just that we have to make it, we have to make it easy for everybody or so they don't feel a pressure or whatever else. And I don't, I, I, I think we can do better than that. I think we really could do better than that. I mean, all, all that people were asking for is like, can we get a simple DPS rotation on a healer? And I think that would be enough to help some players go, I can do my DPS skill. But I guess what they're saying is they would have to adjust fights and all this stuff. But the answer of, hey, go play Sage. I mean, that's the lol answer we were saying yeah. after we saw the Scholar that, And that's stuff. what I worry about, right? Is If Sage is going to be that much more DPS-y, then no one's going to want to bring a White Mage. That's, you know what I mean? There's going to be balance like, issues with, yeah, different party yeah. positions, for sure. I, I, I really want to know if Sage is going to be the, that much more DPS-y, or is it just going to be like, you know, will my dots hit harder compared to their heals while, or their uh, damage while healing or whatever? I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm very, kind of, I am a little concerned. Hell, all I really wanted was an AOE dot or something to just switch in. Because I, when you have a pack of mobs, I'm not going to sit there and tab through the whole mob list and dot them all. Part of it, I just wanted another something to refresh while I'm healing and glaring and holying and, and stuff like that. I don't know. And no, I understand, I absolutely understand what he's saying. Because, you know, the minute you give a healer a damage spell, people will yell at them for not using it. So I, I do get that, but... I don't know. 
They have no problem putting healing spells on tanks. <laughs> or healing spells or, or support spells or support abilities on other jobs. So I don't know. You know, he Yoshina says something in the Asmund Gold interview, and I'm going to bounce around a little bit because yeah. I think there's some gems that, that happened in some interviews that we're obviously not going to have time to talk about. Again, go watch these people. I, I tweeted this today. Nobody liked the tweet, but I think it's because people don't like this. And, I, and, and, and partially, I didn't like this at first either. Asmund Gold and Rich, uh, Rich Campbell, I think, and JP, it me JP, and um, – um, Jesse Cox. Both of them had dual interviews with Yoshida. Both of them got an hour. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know if Mr. Happy got an hour. I don't know if Sly got an hour. I don't know if Zeppelin got an hour. I don't know if Drake got an hour. I don't know any of them. All right. But I know mm-hmm. th- those two groups got an hour. And when I think of Final Fantasy fourteen, or at least the last eight to ten years or whatever we've been in this community, I don't think of It's Me, JP. I don't think of Asmund Cole. I think of all these other people on the list that I read earlier. Um, so it was weird to me that they got both an hour apiece. However, my tweet was I got a lot of good information from these two interviews that I didn't really get in some of the others, maybe because they the other people didn't get an hour to ask all these great questions. Again, this glare mage question is fantastic from uh, Mr. Happy. We've read some of the answers from, uh, from Larry. Uh, but one thing that Yoshida said in, in the end of the Asmongold interview – with Rich as well, is that uh, he? there was one thing he wanted to say to the community, and that was that experienced 14 players are jumping ahead of the noobs mm-hmm. whenever they're doing dungeon content or whatever else, and they're giving all this advice, right? They're giving advice of like, hey, this is how the boss mechanics works or whatever else. And I think I Yoshida that. was being nice about saying it, but I think we all really know what the advice is. Pull all the way or don't pull all the way or I heal here or don't get ahead of me or this is how we play or whatever this negative stuff that we've been talking about mm-hmm. for a couple of months now. And Yoshida continues to say – and this was a quote I wrote it down. He said, dude oh, – this from the translation, dude, it's entertainment. Just enjoy the game, smile and nod. Um, <laughs> I think there's a level of like too much that the 14, the old school 14 community or a lot of people who are gatekeeping, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, have been doing. And Yoshida felt the need to say something about this because he was really given good information to these these outsiders, I guess we could say, but they're really not. And, and Asman and Rich ask good questions. Well, JP and... Uh, Jesse Cox asked fantastic questions. I wrote a shit ton of notes that I'm not even going to get to. Um, They were my two favorite interviews by far, strangely enough. I mean, everyone else was asking, you know, very specific questions about Endwalker, you know, and I might be coming at this from a slightly different perspective, having been gone so long. I don't know what the good question is to ask about the next raid. You know, I have no idea what that would be because I'm not there yet. These guys are kind of in the same boat, at least Asmongold and Rich. They're not at the end of the game. So they were asking much more general questions about, you know, the health and the state of MMORPGs right now and, Mm -hmm. you know, influences on the game and, you know, the community and talking about all of these different aspects that didn't really get discussed in a lot of the other interviews. And like you said, there were some really interesting tidbits and nuggets in there about things that 
I don't think other people might have thought to ask. And you have you have experienced MMO players that are new to this game, but not beaten down by, well, that was the design decision, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. How many times have I said in the last 10 years, well, that's their design decision and I've had to suck it up and just play the game. There, I think there still is some value. There, there's stuff in this game that I want. There's stuff in the game that I like, but I, but I wish it was different. There's stuff that I, you know, I, I have forgotten to even ask those questions. I think that's what, what we're getting at is, some of us old school, long time played since 1.0 beta and have played for how many years now? We don't even remember the questions. And the I remember railing against stuff in the beta forums, the official forums. I remember writing giant pay. If you go to the Sumasu Sisters blog, our wish list <laughs> for 2.0, <laughs> you wouldn't even recognize some of the stuff. That we wanted. And there's stuff I still rail against, but I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, whatever. So I think part of it is experienced MMO players asking general MMO questions, yeah. you know, and they're, they're not already had, well, this is how this game works, beaten to their head. And now on the other side, you still see, Ruby talked about it last time, I think, about how you still see like some of those fights we've been having in the official forums keep coming up now because we have, a couple new waves of new players and they're asking and arguing the same shit that we talked about eight years ago. Yelta, I saw the most amazing thread today. It was a genuine tank question. When I do dungeons, am I expected to pull wall to wall? And they got no troll answers. It was all genuine answers. It was such a nice three. It was three pages of genuine answers of most people saying, Hey, if it's an if it's an even number like a 50, 60, 70, 80, you can pull wall to wall. If it's in between, you should pull a couple of mobs at a, a couple of packs at a time, test the waters, try to pull big and go down from there. Don't worry about dying. It's not your healer's fault. Just work from there. It was all really nice, positive. Wow. Again, of course. <laughs> it, there is a gradient of answers some saying pull all the way some saying pull two or back it up from there that kind of thing did, did anybody just say trolling. ask your healer there say, was like, a couple in there there was a couple I, I, in there I, like I, people forget to communicate and it drives me crazy and then i fall into that trap too i'm like well no one ever talks so i'm not gonna talk you know so um there's 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 still out there but i was just amazed i just had to throw that out there for once nice. like the, the heavens nice. aligned you know you you were talking earlier too about Yoshi P calling out, you know, people for almost over advising, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. I brought up, like, they were talking about, um, Aswin Gold and Rich were talking about, you know, it, it's funny because we joined this game. We thought we're only going to do the end game content. We're going to raid, hardcore raid, and that's it. That's all we're going to do. Whereas, you know, Asmongold is now spending 10 hours a day trying to breed the perfect chocobo for chocobo racing. And Rich is spending 12 hours a day, you know, decorating his free company house or his personal (laughs) home. I don't remember which, but that let people play how they want to play. That's the thing that gets me. It's like I've been told by people, you know, oh, don't level up this way or don't do that. Just only solely concentrate on this. And that's not the most efficient way to do things. And it's like, yeah, but that's the thing I want to do right now. 
that's the thing I want to explore right now. And that's what's making this fun for me. Don't ever let anyone tell you how to play this game. You know, that's my whole big takeaway from it. It's like they made this this giant playground sandbox for us to pick and choose what we want to play with. And there's no wrong answer in the sandbox. You know, they're all there for you to pick up and play with and throw back. And I I just really, really enjoyed hearing that perspective from Yoshi P. And, you know, another one, I'm just pulling all these random thoughts that things that were mentioned earlier. Yelta was talking about how it's kind of sad, um, but at the same time, it's kind of nice to have this game where you can go play other games. Yoshi yeah. P was encouraging people to go play other games. They're like, right. I don't only want you to play this game. I don't only want you to spend your whole life on this and feel that kind of pressure and feel that kind of, you know, that this is the only thing. He, you know, go play the WoW patch. And when you're done with that, come back and do this patch. And, you know, go explore these other games because it's just going to make it a better experience all around when you can compare these things and, you know, decide what you like the best and get different experiences and make different friends in different places. So that was a really fun thing to hear him talk about too. You just sparked a a remembrance in that, in that thing too, in that, in that interview where he's talking about MMOs now, uh, devs playing the MMO that they created and and coming up with the, um, partially was the inspiration as well of how you do it. And, and Yoshina said at one point Mm -hmm. about, playing games and about you know now i think they were talking about niche games and now 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 developers can make games that they saw as they played mmos when they were younger and yoshida is one of them his inspirations like dark age of camelot and and um and wow and and other things has inspired him to make a game and my point is leading up to Yoshida has made or is making the game he sees as an MMO player as his perfect MMO. And of course, we give advice and his his team gives advice and he tweaks things and it may not be the exact vision because it's got to be fair for all in some aspects. But it's pretty close to what he wants to do and it's been successful. Mm-hmm. So it always goes back to expectation. Yoshida has set a game and the expectations for what it is, we got to get on board. And he's saying clearly, if you are bored with the game or if you've done the content that you want to do and content like farming animals on your new island sanctuary isn't for you, <laughs> yeah. go play another game and come back mm-hmm. when it's ready. And that's not – when you hear something like that, you're like, well, <laughs> you don't want me to play your fucking game? I'll go play something else. But Yoshida's not meaning it like that. Yoshida no, not at means all. like I have created this amusement park and I don't expect you to play 24-7. In fact, he said at the end of the Asmund Gold interview, players shouldn't tie themselves into one game. He called it, quote, nonsense mm-hmm. to play one game only. I seriously think a lot of these people who have these nags about – 14 and these players that are giving unsolicited advice only play one game and it's final fantasy 14 fantasy bubble 14 my little community 14 my little art community 14 my little erp community 14 my mod community 14 gross or not um 
and they're stuck in a little weird bubble and Yoshida's like begging you, go play some other game. <laughs> Get well, another like, perspective. Something else for He's a telling you to yeah. touch grass. Yeah. Yeah. Like for go, real. Go, Just go, go have outside. You seen, have you seen this thing outside? It's called the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but take it in small doses because it will hurt you. Oh my gosh. Well, there was one other thing you reminded me of in the Asmund Golden Rich interview, which tickled me, was he did absolutely call out, but not by name. Do some of these other developers even play their games? Exactly. And that and one, the that one, be no. yeah. And that one, and you could see it in their faces that they were, you knew exactly what they were thinking. Of, you know? <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah. they weren't saying wow so much, but you knew that they were all talking about wow and stuff. Yoshida knows who they are. Everybody knows that they played wow. Yoshida has played wow. They all know the state. And Yoshida didn't say when you left wow. He said when you play, when you've come from other games, you know, he's trying to be nice about it, but we all know we're talking about. Poor decisions that were made by by Blizzard and, and WoW uh, devs and, and stuff that people are upset with in that game. But he flat out, yeah, said to to, uh, to the devs even play their their own game. You mentioned the face. You mentioned their faces, Asmund Golden Riches. When I watched Jesse and JP's uh, interview, I was watching Yoshida's face. He looks like the cat yes. that ate the canary. <laughs> yes. And if you want to like just skim through the stuff, I know I watched their whole thing, but if you do want to skim and just look for Yoshida's face, look for when he makes that little boy smiling face like I did something bad that I'm not telling. <laughs> oh no, he's going to make us cry buckets. <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> talking about crazy stuff. He says one of the most epic battles we'll ever see is coming mm-hmm. up. He says level 83 is going to blow your fucking mind. And yes. you're going to go, I cannot believe I'm already here at 83. And then he's like, but I can't tell you more. I can't tell you anymore. And I'm going like, what is the is there? All the, is Heidelin actually going to like merge? Are we going to get that final? The ardor is going to happen? Are we, is, is, is the world going to explode? Are we going to, what, 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 He also what? used and the really... word emotional like 17 times in that interview. Oh my like, God. I was just like, oh, I'm in deep shit. Because I can't <laughs> even talk about this without almost tearing well, up. So I'm in deep well, shit. And you, and you haven't, you haven't even hit the parts in... No. I know. Oh I'm God. not even there you yet. You haven't even hit the parts that make you cry the most. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got stuff yeah, like, I'm look, I'm actually looking forward to it a lot. But yeah, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Those, again, I highly recommend Asmongold and Rich and JP and Jesse Cox's interviews were definitely my two favorites. And then just outside of that from, I, I know Yoshi P gets lots of love, but I just want to say listening to him give interviews is wonderful. Like... He's such a person. I mean, I know that sounds weird, but well, it's so authentic. Is he? There's not any like I'm corporate shirt shit. It's he. He's just pure and enjoys what he does, and he's a gamer first. Like he's a developer, you know. But when he communicates, he's a gamer first. He's like, I am talking to you mm-hmm. on a gamer level, on a human level, you know. I. You can see yourself going to have a beer with Yoshi and just talking about. Not just this game, but any game. And that was the other thing that a lot of people were remarking on is how remarkable it is that 
the first thing he does is personalize all of these interviews. He talked to Asmongold about his mother who just experienced yes, a did. really bad medical issue. You know, he talked about how much he enjoyed um, JP and Jesse's, you know, reactions to the to I think it was um, um, the last, you know, patch of in I don't remember what it was but you know he he's yeah. personalizing all of these and then he's telling all of them by the way we don't have to talk about this game we can talk about other games we could talk about anything if there's something you want to talk to me privately about you know let me know and we'll go do that you know he was just like open for anything these people wanted to do and he seemed to enjoy even more talking about anything else but this game and the sound like the stuff he was allowed to tell us. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like you said, he looked like a little devious little boy when he got to talk about things that he wasn't supposed to talk about. It was just, it was, he's wonderful. And all of his responses just make me want to listen to more and more and more of him. I don't know. He's like a master class in how game developers should talk to their audience. It was wonderful. <sighs> I think I'm, we had some other stuff we wanted to talk about, but I think, I think we just like skip it for now. There's some stuff that's coming. I I want to talk about Island Sanctuaries. I want to talk about the new housing changes. I want to talk about a ton of other stuff, but we'll get there, right? You guys right. agree? It's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. It's not going anywhere. It's not yeah. going anywhere. Watch the Mayoni and Shinpai if you want to learn about some Island Sanctuary stuff. There's some info that's out there on that. Hopefully, yeah, we get to cover that next, next time. But I think then we should probably move on to what's on tap, uh, developers blog and tracker. There was a it's something on there about the Final Fantasy fifteen collaboration is back. We it's it's been back. We know it's back, uh, but it's mostly a reminder that the event is going to end Monday, October eighteenth. It's coming up, so I never went and got my. I never did it on my alt. I might have to go quick see if I got enough mm -hmm. MGP to farm up the car. <laughs> oh. I right, did happy hour. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. I was ahead. just gonna say I did go get the stupid car, and I will say yeah. that the one place that it might actually look in place is driving around the roads of Garlemald. Hey. It, it, hey, it might it might actually be it might actually be too much for Garlemald. See, it is a fifteen <laughs> car. I told you the zone looked like Final Fantasy fifteen. It really does. Right, the happy hour. We we got an email from Fleur. Thank you sending it uh yeah it's been a while uh hi yelta i've been listening to every one of your podcasts and i love them all it's especially nice to hear kariri again quick update on me cancer still sucks but my cancer's in remission i'm playing an alt in the great void before endwalker it's great fun to just do msq and white mage quests and the road to 70 is so powerful just at level 50 white mage hope you're doing wonderfully keep doing your great gather together podcast as always fleur First of all, thank you so much for the email. I super love it. We super love it when someone takes time out of their busy day to drop us a note. It's it's awesome that people want to support us. And cancer sucks ass. I'm super happy and excited to hear you're in remission. And I hope that that just continues to be better and better for you. Fuck cancer. Fuck, Fuck cancer. Well... Not to get too personal, but our dad just finished his last round for his lung cancer. Yeah. I mean, wow. you know, cancer has touched a lot of our family members. Yeah, he had radiation and, 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 and last Thursday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's awful and it's prevalent. And it's everywhere, and 
thank goodness the levels are just getting better and better and better. The survival rates and the people who have, you know, good full lives after, after beating cancer, it just gets higher and higher every year. So it's, it's, it's going in a positive direction, but still fuck cancer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, if I ever get it, I'll get a nice new pair of knockers. That's <laughs> breast, breast cancer has, has hit a few of our aunts. All, so yeah, pretty much all of our aunts on our dad's A bunch side. of our aunts have, have, have had, had, had the breast cancer. So yeah, if you see me with a nice looking rack, that's what happened. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> looking on the Look sunny side. at the side. next fan looking fest, at- Yalta. I'll have the biggest, I'll have big old boobs. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Ah, do we have any 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 other things anybody wanted to shout out this week? Just that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick say the Gamer Escape, the media tour stuff from Gamer Escape was fantastic. The Reddit has a huge section on um, the media tour. Massivelyop.com did the media tour. RPGfan.com, Fanbyte.com. They all had really excellent coverage. I know there were others, but those are the ones that I actually got to read through myself. Oh, RPG fan, I read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. We've already said, you know, the Jesse Cox and Asmund Gold were my favorite interviews. Mister Happy was excellent. Ruby had a couple of favorites. Um. Just go go look up Final Fantasy, you know, Media Tour 2021, and you'll find a link for just everything. All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. Uh, and if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Uh, please rate us. Personal plugs, uh, Ruby. Yes, I have two today. Uh, the first, my Twitter, at uh, Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. The second is really just a shout out. And I just want to say that I, today is the five-year anniversary of me asking my wife to marry her at FanFest 2016. Aww. It's crazy it's been five years from that, but we were at FanFest together. I asked her to marry me. I love you, Cinnamon Riesling. Not your real name, but you know who you are. And I'm just – I'm ecstatic because this game has done so much for me, my family, knowing you two, knowing all the community people. A lot of these people on this list that I've read, I've met personally. I've drank a beer with. I'm thankful to be parts of this. Hell, I live next to a few of these people, so let's go get a beer real soon. This is a great community. If you're a new listener, if you are a new player to Final Fantasy XIV, we talk a lot about all that goofy shit with people acting nasty in a dungeon or whatever. But this is a great fucking community and a great game, and it's a great producer that we have. So I love you, Senna. Thank you for everything Final Fantasy XIV. So awesome. Happy, That's so happy great. anniversary. It's an anniversary of sorts. Yes, so. happy anniversary to you both, you and Cinna. All right, Kariri? Um, no, I was just going to plug my Twitter, I suppose. It's at Carrie Sumasu, K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And I'm at Twitter also at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. Oh, Yelta, we forgot one thing. Oh no, we were going to shout it out because I haven't edited it yet, but go ahead. 
we actually got off our fat asses and got back to work on our other podcast. And we have a new episode coming out. When, Yelta, do you think? I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> sometime, <laughs> sometime probably next week, we'll have an, uh, another episode of our Sumasu Sisters Gaming Podcast. So we just talk about a bunch of different games. Um, and yeah, if you have any interest to see what we're playing, go ahead and tune in. I think we're going to play Keep Talking and No One Explodes, and we might record some videos. <laughs> that could be a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. All right, as always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.